This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Neil the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six oh. assists. Oh, 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 oh the chicken! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, 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 no. oh, oh no! Don't let him throw it down like that! Victor on the deep phone! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we are back, your Born Ready to Pod crew, after a brief hiatus. We are back, ready to talk some Pacer basketball, some NBA basketball. Guys, been a while. How's it going? What you doing? Anything good? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I was at the race last weekend, so we've been off for what, about... Two and a half weeks. Two and a Almost half weeks. A this table we're using actually survived the 500. So wow. That is, very sturdy, that is nice, awesome. rubber-made, whatever it is. But a great race. Uh, I know a lot of our listeners probably enjoy the 500, but it's kind of just one of those spectacles that if you've never been, you have to just I've go I've never once. been. You have to just go once. Just do go race day. You can dip out early if it's your first one. Maybe you don't care that much because the right. traffic is a bitch. But it's just a blast, and everyone's having a good time. So shout out to Simon Pagano, the victor. It was a great race. Just have to talk a little racing because we are an Indiana podcast. Yeah. It's a big part of it. And so did you Did you stay down there multiple days? I went down there. Day, yeah. I'm always just kind of a coke lot, like a lizard. Okay. So okay. I've always kind of done that the past six, I seven like years. That. I love and that. I'm definitely too old, I'll be honest. <laughs> but we thought it was going to rain, so it deterred a lot of people from going. So it was probably the most chill the coke lot's ever been. Sweet. There was like a huge mud pit. People were driving through. A military truck was pulling people out. It was fun to just watch, you know. And we didn't get – we maybe got a couple drops of rain at like 3 a.m., but right. we got nothing, lucked out. Nothing so. too bad. Did you, uh, did you go to any of the concerts or anything? No. I wanted – if any of them, I would have wanted to have seen, you know, the Carb Day show, Foreigner. But I've seen Zach Brown a band a bunch, so I didn't yeah. really care that much. We've all had the chicken fried. Yeah. What about – I'm more interested in what Chris has been up to. Yeah, I know. I feel like he kind of just like – Sloths around. I don't really know what he's up to. I've lost 13 or 14 pounds. Really? Since the last time we recorded. He's eating yep. pistachios he's, right now. Yep. It's, that's a little what's visual your, What's your viewers. key? Not eating like shit. Not eating like shit? I do shakes during the day. A couple snacks. Here's one of them. Okay. Pistachio. And then I uh, have a decent dinner. What do you mean by a decent dinner? Like healthy-wise? Yeah. A lot of greens? No. No? Meat. Mm. Uh, Low carb. Eh. Uh, Veggie pasta sometimes, salads. So you've just been working that diet train. Yeah, I'd like to take I'd like to take an opportunity though and say that I think I had a big part in Chris going on the diet. How so? Because Chris is in my wedding that's next week. Oh and, wow! And how about this? I got slim fit pants. 
literally like the biggest motivator for a lot of people. I mean, just wedding pictures. Listen, those are going to be around forever. Ever. If any pi- picture right. shown, it's like you're you're and, like a third grade picture and like your wedding picture. Right, so and those so are important. for Chris Cook, if you don't know Chris Cook, he's by no means like. A super large human being, but he has his lower half is extremely bulky and muscular. He's a like, ca- he's got a catcher's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's natural. Always had a uh, tree trunks for legs. Like he's always just been big yeah. down low. So uh, naturally, I have big not, down low. As you can see, yeah. <laughs> as you can see, I'm chicken leg yeah. and not as hardcore as you could be. So skinny, you know, skinny pants. You're you going know, skinny pants at the wedding. Going skinny pants at the wedding. That's, that's big. That is big and. Asking Chris Cook to jump into those, uh, even at his skinniest, is going to be tough. But I, I think he's going to pull. I think he's going to pull it off. So I think I had a huge. Uh, I was a motivator in that. So well, congratulations, everyone involved. And I'm sure his wife was also probably a motivator. Yep. You know, she's just you know he wants her to be you know all Absolutely. about. Yeah, him she wanted to start it, and now she's already quit. <laughs> Okay. And now you're holding it over her head, of course. <laughs> of course. Okay. So let's. Talk, you want to talk should some round ball? Should we talk some basketball? Let's is that, do it. Is that what the podcast is about? Yeah. All right. What do you got, Cookie? You're our own. Chewing up pistachio leader. right now. Good. I didn't realize pistachios were green. Maybe that's just me. The inside? You've never eaten pistachios? I mean, I have, but I mean. It's Quit just... eyeing my pistachios, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay. All right. First thing we're going to address here. We got a couple weeks until, you know, the big stuff comes out. The, the June but 20th, as we just. When it starts. Um, right now it's the NBA Finals, but who cares? Literally, Raptors are currently up two one. I've maybe watched two minutes. Should I don't we talk care. about it a little bit? We'll we'll save it for miscellaneous topics at the end. Oh, okay. uh, just a little breaking news. Um, Stephen A. Smith tweeted: uh, Chris <laughs> is forcing us to follow and get all Stephen A. Smith messages <laughs> sent directly to my cell phone. I hated um, it at so, first, but now I love it. Yeah, you just you just heard that message, so I will shut that off. Um, all right. So the Pacers. Current free agents coming up. We're just doing a little recap here. First, we're going to talk about their upcoming free agents. Then we'll talk a little bit about the draft, free agency, trade targets, and then we'll just kind of tie it all together. How's that sound? I yes. love it. So in case you guys have forgotten, maybe you guys have forgot too, upcoming Pacers free agents this offseason, Thaddeus Young, Bojan Bogdanovich, Tyreek Evans, there's an asterisk against next to his name because it's... Stay off the weed. Uh, Corey Joseph, Kylo Quinn, and Wesley Matthews. So, um, so also, uh, the other thing we want to address here is the draft. I'm going to go over that first because I want to talk about uh, that and then kind of go into free agency. But those are the free agents to recap for the Pacers going into the offseason. So kind of think about that when we're talking about the draft here, as in who you think is going to leave, uh, who's going to stay. So they've started pre-draft workouts. And I don't know if you guys have seen the names of some of the people that have come in. I have. So I'm just going to – there's a tons of names. I can't pronounce all these right. I'm not going to pronounce some of them right. And there's a lot more names, but these are the most notable. Over it, people. He's not an English teacher. Uh, Kyle Guy from the University of Virginia, also an Indiana boy. Mr. Basketball. Carson Edwards. Taco Fall. Ty Jerome. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Claxton. Mfiandu Cobbengale. Anybody heard of him? <laughs> no. I actually have not. Uh, Jawan Morgan from Indiana and Admiral Admiral Schofield from Tennessee. Now, hold on. The guy that you mentioned that we were like, no, we've not heard of. 
I do. I did recall they posted a video of him, and he's he, a top ten pick. Yeah, projected projected on NBADraft.net. Right, and so he's uh, a okay. long, lanky uh, so Florida, he's from Florida State, State. Guy. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, sorry. So yeah, maybe I, I kind of do remember him a little bit because I watched yep. him play a couple games. So the one thing I wanted to point out, I was doing some. Re- Excuse me, I got a pistachio on my throat. <laughs> <laughs> um, that happens with the best of us, right? I was doing some research before the podcast, literally minutes before. And I wanted to look and see, since at least Kevin Pritchard's been along, and a lot of these are Larry Bird picks, which players the Pacers have had in since 2012 that they've ended up drafting. So, so what do you mean? That are on the roster? They've had in for pre-draft workouts. Oh. They've invited to the pre-draft So that workouts. would be, what, seven seven years? Seven drafts? Yeah, seven years. I'd say probably like four of them. You're wrong. I would say... All these are seven? first and second round picks. How okay. many How many are there again? So it'd be like 14 probably. We didn't get all those picks. I will, say, I will say eight. Eight. Is that right? What's your guess? Well, it was four, but there's more, so I'm going to guess, like, I'll go nine. I'll do the prizes right method. All right, I'm going to name these off so you guys start counting. Go ahead. Miles Plumley came in for a draft uh, One. workout. One. Solomon Hill. Two. Uh, Miles Turner. Three. Joseph Young. Four. George Niang. Five. TJ Leaf. Six. EK. Seven. And Alizé Johnson. Eight. Let's go. Wow. Um, so out of how many possible? Was it like 14? There's a couple more. Sumner did not come in for a workout that I could find, nor did Aaron Holiday. Okay. So as you can see... As so it, doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Though. Yeah. I'm just saying as track, as history shows... A workout guy will draft. A workout guy is highly likely, very likely to be drafted by the Pacers. Yeah. yeah pre-drafted. We're taking Tydrome. Didn't oh. we? And when I look at this list of names... <laughs> no, Kyle Guy. So far... I'm not very impressed. Mm-hmm. I'd say out of those guys, Carson Edwards is probably the my personal favorite. Yeah, that I would want them to bring in. Here's my problem. This is really tough. Um, but if you're gonna play Aaron, I don't see how Aaron Holiday and Carson Edwards could play at the same time. Like I think it's almost like too much of the same player, undersized. I don't think that would work out. So it almost be like a situation where. You maybe pick one or the other, uh, I and I so I just don't see Carson Edwards working out. Love Carson Edwards, but uh, exciting name on the list, but I I just I don't see it working out just because of the size and uh, the fit with Aaron Holiday. What do you think? There's a lot of guys just from this mock draft that you haven't said, like PJ Washington. We're projected right now here. Well, I Nicola, just named Alexander. I just named players that were. Um... Invited yeah, yeah. to pre workout. Yeah, so uh, do we invite these other? Is there more coming? They might, yeah. They have a couple more weeks. So, yeah, I think hopefully there's better talent available than what you just read. Like, I don't I don't mind Carson Edwards, but we'll, I, there's some other names I'd rather have as, as far as that goes. I, Ty Jerome's probably like a second round target, if I had to guess. Maybe some of those guys are. I've seen from, him go late round early. For yeah, second so round. I don't know. I think what's. I think Carson Edwards is just destined to be on the Warriors. Like they're going to take a, Dude, like a flyer out of him. He would be like, so yeah, great. That's what I'm saying. System. That's it's what so I'm scary. saying. Like he's just destined to be a Warrior at some point. So uh, I don't really have much other to say on that. So mob drafts. Here's four different picks that I've seen. Uh, like you just said, NBA Draft.net last update. They had PJ Washington going to the Pacers at 18. Yep. CBS Sports. You guys are gonna have to help me with his name, Roy Hakamura. Hakamura. It's Huchimara. Well, he calls it Huchimara Hakamura. From Gonzaga, the Ringo, the Ringo, 
the ringer has Tyler Harrow. Yeah, from Kentucky. From Kentucky. He's he's the one. If he's there, we'll definitely. Yeah, he's going to be a pacer. He's, <laughs> like, he's TJ Leaf, but a little more right. athletic. And Bleacher which... Report, Kevin Porter Jr. So I don't follow yeah. I don't follow college yeah. basketball much. Keldon I, Johnson, I, I see, is around there, which yeah. I actually like Keldon Johnson a lot. I really just, just from just from Chris's list. I think Rui's going to go higher in the draft than what we're at. If not, he has to me. He has a little bit of poor man's Kawhi Leonard in him. Like if there was a guy like outside of the big names that I'd bet on, it'd be him. I'd be stoked to get him a nice little project wing guy. Um, I think he could defend and be a be a rotation player immediately. The other guys, I'm not super pumped about. Uh, Kevin Porter, he's just meh. But I guess when you're picking, I think we're picking 18. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we're picking yep. 18. So. Um, and now the Hawks are picking right in front of us, so you got to think that they're gonna anybody with any sort of potential, they're gonna snarf him up uh, like a like a vacuum cleaner. So we're just gonna take the normal Pritchard. Yeah, I don't think Kujimara is gonna be there either, but I would love that. But like I said, Keldon Johnson, Brandon Clark, there's some talent around there from these projections we're looking at. Even Bull Bull could fall a little bit. I, I have him in my top ten. We'll get to later, but. Even like Langford, we talked Uh-oh. about. Would you guys? That's draft my next Lang- question. Would Don't you draft Langford? Well, uh, let's just go into it. Then. Ask <laughs> so the question. If Romeo Langford is available at pick eighteen, do you take him? Because I've seen in some drafts him go- dropping down to twenty four. Yeah. So even out of the names I just said, would you rather have him over any of those guys? I've I'd rather have Kelvin so Johnson, just because I think he's a better he's a better scorer and he has better potential. He's like if he if Kelvin Johnson loses a few pounds, he's like Bradley Beal to me. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe I would Langford. A, Langford's like a two-year project. Like I, you're gonna sit on him year one, year two. You're gonna try to get him some minutes. Which is perfect. Because McMillan wouldn't play him anyway. He's a defensive project in the NBA, but I think he'll get to a point where he can score well, which is what we need. So I'd take a flyer on him. Yeah, I I would take a flyer on either one of those guys. I'm a little lower on Johnson, I think, but I mean, he's another. You could see his potential. Like he flashes it, and you're like, "Oh God, this guy could play." He's from Kentucky, good pedigree. You know, he's been coached up like an NBA player. So, uh, as far as Romeo goes, he's not a winner. I mean, let's just be honest. I, I can look every single IU fan in the face and say, "You thought this guy was supposed to be the savior, and he was the demolisher." Like, I'm sorry. Like, it just he was not good for team chemistry. Who's the Who's the one Listen, they got coming in next year? Uh, the Mr. Basketball that they. Uh, I don't even know. Oh, Trace Jackson. Yeah, so I feel like he's got kind of similar players. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but Romeo was supposed to be this superstar, all-star guy. You know, reports out of IU, and people said this wasn't true, but, you know, girlfriend situations in the locker room, just tearing it down. Like, they had more talent than Purdue. Like, So 100%. you wouldn't take a full fly, right? I you're mean, making this a Purdue-IU thing. No, it doesn't have to be. I see where this is listen, going. Listen, I'm not trying to. I'm just telling you right now, Romeo Langford. But he, you would he, take him. I would Answer rather, the question. Would I take him? It would depend who else is on the board. Okay, so that's, I, I am, that's I am, a no. As I a Purdue fan, if any of those yeah. guys I just listed were on the left on the board. Plus yeah, give him. me two. No. Pl- give me three players in this oh. area that you take over. Uh, I would Kel Johnson definitely, and uh, PJ Washington because I kind of like PJ Washington. Uh, I think I'd rather have Brandon Clark. Remember who you're listening to? Though. This guy thought Adam Morrison was the next Larry Bird. <laughs> I, dude, that was I was like eleven, <laughs> and it yeah, counts. I loved him. It still counts, but no, yeah, it, it definitely counts. But um, 
I mean, to me, it's just one of those things. I don't think Romeo Langford's a winner. I, I think he's got a lot of problems. No, and, that's fair for sure. I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think – if depending on who's available, I wouldn't. But at the same time, I could see why you would. Sell some tickets. Like, yeah. I feel like Pritchard's Would I rather have Bull Bull? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm so saying? Who we have been mocked a couple times. P.J. Washington, to me, is just iffy. I'd rather have – I would rather have Kelton Johnson just for us rather than P.J. Washington. Just – it gets you excited because you could. Def- there's definitely going to be some guy in here that contributes as a good NBA player, and like I almost d- right away. There almost always is. And I don't want to give anything away with any possible thing I'm going to talk about later, but I would do just about anything to trade up and get Darius Garland. I think he's a superstar. You keep trying to steal. You guys are stealing what I, my next questions are. Okay, we'll go into it. Well, then you got to contribute. you got to yeah, watch more college have, basketball. I don't have a list. No. I would do anything. I would tickle uh, frog. <laughs> I know we have young ears. We're not going to ask so. you to tickle a frog. <laughs> All right, next thing. Talking about the draft here, before we get to your guys' mock picks, 1 through 10, what would you like to see the Pacers do? Jeez, I am not on my game today. What would you like to see the Pacers do with the pick? Would you like to see them trade up in the draft? Trade away the pick for a veteran player like they did for Thaddeus Young? Or do you just want them to stand pat and hold the pick at 18 and pray to God they don't pick T.J. Leaf Jr.? There's a lot going into this. Like, that's, I mean, it's confusing. There's so many ways. Like, if they do it right any of the ways, I like it. Like, if they trade up to 11 and they just get someone, like, with equal potential almost at 18, like, it's kind of worthless depending on what you give up to me. But if they traded into the top four, I think that'd be like exciting, or like, even like the top ten. It'd be exciting. We'd be like, let's go. We're gonna get someone with more potential. Someone we can actually like rally around, build build something with Oladipo. You know what I'm saying? And if they would trade for a veteran, depending on what veteran, like if somehow we packaged it with Mike Conley, I think we'd be happy with that, right? So if I had to say any, just from pure excitement, I would rather the most probably like trade up, keeping the picks the most boring. And then trading for a veteran guy like Mike Conley would be, like, the smartest if you could do it, I think. Yeah, I'm trading up. And I I don't know how – I think I'm higher on Darius Garland than everybody else. I, I see on the NBA draft that they have him a five. I think he's the fourth I think best. the injury is what hurts Yeah, him. I know. I think he's the fourth best player in the draft. I think, realistically, the Pacers are getting up into the top three. And then I think, though, the way it falls, the Lakers aren't going to take Darius Garland. I don't think Cleveland takes Darius Garland because they seem to like uh, Colin Sexton. you got to get in front of Phoenix, though. So I don't know what yeah, we what have do you think to about give the up. Suns? Uh, I think I have him going to the Suns, which oh, yeah. I see you do as well. But we're not, we're not going to give away our mocks quite yeah, yet. Sorry. Um, I would trade off for Darius Garland, and I'd say you're the point guard of everything. He's six. Holiday's just the back three. of the yeah, on holidays my backup, and uh, I'd try to go after like a veteran point guard on a veteran minimum, a smaller guy to try to help out Holiday. Yeah, because you'd be a lot of young point guard right there. Yeah, so I don't know. I have the perfect fit, but I can't give it away because of a later segment. Or maybe so. even trade Holiday. I mean, Holiday's got to have some potential in other eyes of teams, yeah. right? Yeah. How about I, now? Drum roll. Seven. What? Drum roll. Give it away because now it's the first official mock draft. Oh, born ready to pod. I'm jacked after that. Picks one through ten, and you're getting two sources here. All right, so actually, before you start it off, are you going to do a mock like you did last year? What, is, what do you mean by that? What did right, I do but the year? day before the draft, you just threw together a mock and you got like I got a bunch of them right. Yeah, <laughs> so yes, and we got holiday correct. I know that. Yeah, we did get that one. Yeah, we will throw that. 
that's a big day. You leave for your yeah, uh, yeah. honeymoon yep. the day after. So yep, I sure do. We'll definitely, and then we'll make a jersey. We'll do the second annual. We'll make another jersey. jersey. Um, so how are we going to do this? We got the first yeah, three picks. We, we already know a, a few of them. Uh, I so think pick one. I think everyone's. How about this? In. You guys just do your top fives at this. You'll just go over your top fives, and then you can do six or ten. Sounds All good. Right. Go Zion Williamson to the Pelicans. Grizzlies, Ja Morant, Knicks, R.J. Barrett, Lakers, Jarrett Culver, Cavs, Col- Kobe White. Okay. Uh, we have very similar, very similar picks. I did have one trade. So I have the Pelicans taking Zion Williamson. I think everyone's pretty well aware of that. Uh, number two, Grizzlies, Ja Morant. I just think he's the second best player in the draft. Number three, I have a trade. I think the Cavs really want R.J. Barrett. I think they're they're desperate to get R.J. Barrett. I would not be shocked to see a trade kind of like the Hawks, uh, Mavs last year where it worked out for both teams. I have the Lakers, uh, like you, taking Jarrett Culliver. Five, I have the Knicks taking Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish, who uh, reports before this when they were going to be picking a little bit lower, they yeah, you're picking right around there. It was Cam Reddish at four. Now they're at five with my trade. Um, six Suns, Darius Garland. I think it's just too great of a fit. Uh, oh, sorry. I just started going. So uh, that's my top five. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Cam no, Reddish yeah. in Knicks. Sorry. Running down it real quick, Zion, I think we he's the number one prospect. Yeah. Everyone's eyes. Yeah. Just because of his hustle, yeah. what he does, how he shoots from the field. I think defensively well, right away he'll be able to play. The shooting percentage, everything he does around the rim. You can knock his shooting a little bit, but here's here's something crazy. Zion Williamson shot a better percentage from three than R.J. Barrett this year. Okay. So, like, the shooting knock should just should be on Barrett just as much because Zion freaking outshot Well, you if you're going to guard Zion, are you going to say, I'll let you shoot a three or I'm going to let you Absolutely. You're going to let him right. shoot the three. But I, I'm just I think saying, he probably would see more open. I get it. Zion. He's one of those guys he's not expected to make the three, yet he hits it at a decent percentage. He's hitting him better than R.J. Barrett. Do you happen to have the percentage? I really don't. I'm I think it's 33 for Barrett and 30. No, 33 for Zion, 32 for Barrett from three. Man, that is low for Barrett. Isn't it? That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so, obviously Barrett had more attempts. Right. But at the same time, like, the percentages, you know, they kind of even out. Zion won. We know that. We're good. Yeah. 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 And then number two, Grizzlies, obviously, Conley getting older. The, just the talent that Morant has, his ability to pass, his ability to score. Like, two things that he can come in and average, I think. He could average 17 and 8 his rookie year. Right, 100%. Easy. Yeah. We're, so, we're John I mean, Moran all the I way. I think Conley's gone, if right. I had to guess. But even if you kept him, I think we talked about it last. It wouldn't be the worst. Right. You know, get somebody to train him. All right, RJ Barrett, as we just said, Knicks. This is where, like, those first two are locks. Like, you're yeah. going to get a guy that's going to be decent in the NBA. Say what you want. This one, after those two, Barrett's like a big question mark. Like, the shooting, shooting was. I don't think he shoots that great from the free throw line. Something like less than seventy percent. Right. Yeah, he's not great from the free so throw do you, line. So you know his his big thing was he's a, he's like a pure scorer, and then yeah. he struggled in like an open court offense yeah. at Duke. So it's just a little, it's like a red flag. Like yeah. this guy was the number one guy in this class coming out, all the potential, led the Canada national team. Right. You know, think his dad played in the NBA, right? Right. So he just has the pedigree. So you think in the long run he's going to figure it all out. I like that. Nick's there. I mean, they're they're planning on making some big moves, so I could see that being the one they trade. You know, they get Durant, they get Kyrie, and then they're like, all right, if we trade this third pick, we can go all in, get a guy like, I don't even know who, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the whole reason I I went away, so you have the Knicks taking R.J. Barrett, I have the Cavs. The whole reason I went away from that is because I think R.J. Barrett's going to need volume, which he's not going to get with Durant, in my opinion. So yeah. uh, I do think they like Cam Reddish. 
and uh, that that's just why I have them taking sense. Cam Red. It's just for a little bit of a space, a uh, little bit of spacing issue. He doesn't really have to have the ball to be super effective. Like he can score off the bounce. So uh, I like it. I like the Knicks to take Cam Red. I would not be shocked to see the Knicks take Cam Reddish at three. Yeah. So I wouldn't either. But I got a little knock against Reddish as well. He he fell a little bit in mind, but. Then Jarrett Culver, the Lakers. I think he's just the solid pick. Yeah, like it's the Lakers. You want stability. You they have somebody. A, they have stupid point people. guard. You can't take a point guard. You can't they unless have, you trade. Yeah, but if you're trading for a guy like Anthony Davis, you're not going to have pick four. No, you know what I'm saying? Yes, so that makes sense so, as well. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think about Jarrett Culver? He's. I think he's. He didn't play well in some of those Final Four games. But at the same time, you could just tell like how athletic he was, how much of a factor on defense he still had. Yeah, like he was still contributing big time to those games. I'm trying to think of like a good comparison for him, it's hard. like off the top of my head. Um, but no, I really like Jarrett Culver. He's a guy I think if I've seen him slip down in the yeah, you know, I can see why early but... teens. Like, and I could see why. But we both have him high, obviously. For I would be all in on the Pacers going after him. He's a wing guy. Uh, they can really play. He can shoot. Um, he just he, he kind of reminds me of as comp as Nick Anderson. That's what I just saw. No, I might I be out on him. No, 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 no. He's better than that. I kind of I kind of think uh, maybe a guy like Chris Middleton. I think is his maybe ceiling. Yeah, maybe for sure. Okay, all right. And then uh, number five, I had Kobe White. I just think he's somebody a guard to pair well. With you know Sexton, let those two figure yeah. it out another year. Like, yeah, which, which who knows what you're gonna have? Because yeah. I mean. White's a, he's like one of those guys that kind of popped off for Carolina. Yeah, popped off. Yeah, um, I heard that all day yesterday at my shootout. Go ahead and pop <laughs> off. That's all, that's why basketball players just scream. Go ahead and pop <laughs> off every time they hit a three. It's just the worst thing ever. I have no clue what they're talking about. Anyways, I had uh, here's Kobe, my question for you. Kobe White's great. Uh, I just had Cam Reddish five. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. So you guys are talking about popping off. Well, first, yeah. First off, I think the draft should be after free agency. Absolutely. Yeah, why would it be? No, I thought it was. <laughs> I should be like, you should be able to start like the week before. So like you have a week to prepare trades, yeah. get it, people, your big guys signed. And be- my second point here, if that was the case too, it would work out even better. Why in the draft would you just take the best player available? I mean, why do you have to do? always go by position? I kind of think I th- that's what they do. Anyway. I think it's 50-50. you got to take the best player available. I think that's what you everyone just says. And in football, I think that's like the most obvious thing. Yeah. But in basketball... These guys kind of there's kind of like groupings of like guys with potential. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so you're gonna like take, we don't yeah. d- between this group of guys we could any of them depending on where you put them. So we're gonna take like out of a grouping of the best available. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, position to me, position you should not be drafting based on position in the NBA. Like, the only thing I would stay away from is the only thing I would stay away from is if I had a young point guard I completely believed in, I would never take another point guard. Yeah. I, I, okay, like, or even like a center, maybe. I, I'm more centers, point guard. Yeah. Like, if if the Cavs believe in Colin Sexton, they just spent an early first-round pick on him last year, you do not take a point guard. You do not stun his growth. You don't let him question it. it the Kings would never take another point guard right now because they have Fox. Like, seriously. Like, they need – I mean, that's the only thing I could possibly see. Yeah. What do you – and do you have any – no, I was just wondering. I yeah. was just like, if you... I think that's like one you, of the things if people If you get say, the best player available, then you could trade them. But, like, how do you... Like, it's so subjective, the best player available, out of, like, a certain group, I think. 
Yeah, like, yeah. I think Zion and Moran so are the only let's, locks. let's just say, like he said, what's the point guard's name that you guys are talking about? Uh, Darius Garland. That's, so, that's, that's my six. So, so he, let's say that. he's an A-minus player, and the next best available player is a B, but you need that position. Why wouldn't you take the A-minus player and rather than get the B player? So well, now, why you're would just, you... now you're just bringing logic into this. Yeah, this is no fun. I feel like I'm playing NBA 2K. So what it's like, hell? why would I draft Bojan Bogdanovic? You've been, ha- you've been listening to too much Stephen A. Smith. Why would, I draft Bo- why would I draft Bojan when I can get Kevin Durant? See what I'm saying? Well, well I feel like well, I, that's, 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 not, that's what I'm talking about. Like You said an A- minus to a B. Okay, I just two I think first it, players that came He's popping off. An a, I would take an A- minus every time. I think an A- minus and a B player, there's a good enough gap. But I don't think... There's like the A minus guys are all the guys I would project right through here. Is what yeah. I'm saying. I, I'm like it's hard to give them a grade. Yeah. All right. I think you guys like, can move on to no, no. It's a good I was point. Just a point. But we both already mentioned Darius Garland. I think he's the fourth best player in the draft. I think he's going to be a stud. Uh, I would love for the Pacers to jump up in front of the Suns, make Darius Garland the point guard of the future. I think you have something similar. Yeah, I have Darius Garland at six. Just Suns being like, hey. Hell, we'll take this guy. I've right. seen him compared to to Kyrie with the way he handles the ball, and I have oh. never seen him play. And I think that's obviously a lofty, a lofty like comparison. Obviously, oh. he's not Kyrie Irving, or maybe he is. I don't. Know. I don't think he's Kyrie Irving. But he's I a dynamic know. guy. No, I'm just kidding. I, but I do think he's dynamic. Yeah, you hit it. I mean, he 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 has but the injury. He has what, star potential. Is what people are you know got to question. Great, but, keep pushing him down. Yeah. And then seven for me, Bulls. I have Kobe White. I, in this situation. I think you move on with a Kobe White, Zach Levine, Zach Levine, whatever you want to call him. That pairing is better than Chris Dunn and Zach Levine. Yeah, him with and then Laurie too. I mean, he's Laurie, obviously not yeah. the ball handler. But. Which we need to talk about something though later with old Laurie because did you see that trade that almost went through? Apparently, a trade almost went through. Did you, did you hear you this, see, Chris? Uh, did you see it? Did you hear about this? You well, see this? No, I didn't. Okay, um, it was, was this during the season, or no? It was uh, it was just a little couple days ago. It was Laurie Markinen, who I like, Laurie Markinen and Chris Dunn for Chris Paul. Yeah, I saw that. There's no way. I feel like they, you can't do a trade though until after the. Well, the yeah, but the, the the Nets trade that was just made. Yeah, they're not. They can't oh, do that until a little bit later. The Bulls would be completely asinine to do that. Is that a good so one to use there? Bulls, they're getting who back? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Stupid. For Laurie and who? Chris Dunn. I don't really like Chris Dunn, but the thing that's they would do that just to free up the cap space. Who? I mean, they would probably end up getting they'd get rid of Chris Dunn. They'd keep Laurie and they'd have a about cast. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, because I'm going to say cause No, Chris I'm Paul's, saying trading. Snarfing. The Bulls would be stupid for trading yeah, it would not for be Chris a, Paul. It would not be good for the Bulls. Like, I don't know why the Bulls would ever do it, but that's why Houston would push this. I yeah, I think you're right. Anyways, I've just seen that. Because um, Chris Paul wait, makes what, in the 30 millions? Like, you could sign, oh, yeah. like, another max slot if you got rid of that. When he's, like, three or four years from now, he's going to be making, like, 40 million. I'm that's what sure. I'm saying. Like, that's – they. I feel like – their number one goal might be to get rid of that contract. Which oh yeah, that is their goal. Oh, that right is now. their goal. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, who you have? So I had Kobe White. Who'd you have at seven? Seven. I got DeAndre Hunter. I think he's another guy. At his worst, he's going to be three and D. Oh yeah, that's I have him at number eight. Like he's Hawks. solid. So like the Bulls getting him, and then kind of just you know figuring out anything else they want to do. I, I, I like think that. That pairs well with what you know young stability. That's you know a guy that's has good potential. 
I like that a lot. I have DeAndre Hunter going 8 to the Hawks. I think the Hawks are now in a great position. They pick 8, 10, and I believe 16. 16 or 17, right? 17. Is it 17? Okay, Pacers have 18. I'm sorry. So I could see them packaging, trying to move up. Maybe a team like the Suns just trying to get some – um, more you know, shots in the gun at hitting some star potential. But I got DeAndre Hunter going to the Hawks for the exact same reason you just mentioned, the 3 and D guy um, with potential to be more. Okay, so next I have Cam Reddish. This is like if Zion and Ja are my A players, these are my A-minus guys. This is where I kind of cut it off. Okay. I still think there's good players, obviously, but Cam Reddish to the Hawks, I just think they're going to be they're going to be like they're going to be you know shit in their pants that they got this guy like right. he's he's a top five talent potentially so and he just pairs well what they're trying to do just young assets Cam Reddis Kevin Hooter and freaking Trey Young out there like that's a scary and John Collins and John Collins like that's a scary young core it is you know I mean I, yeah it is and then whatever they're gonna do at ten and seventeen they're gonna have yeah and they're gonna have cap space too like it's they can be scary in like two or three years yeah. like I can see him making like a Kings kind of turn this year maybe. So you're, not wrong. you're up next. Uh, nine wizards. I have Rui Hakamurda or Huchimara? how do you say it? Yeah, baby. Uh, I think I think at his be- at his absolute peak, poor man's Kawhi Leonard. Uh, more likely going to be in that Otto Porter range. I think. Yeah. Um, he could be like that guy that he's just good enough to get that big contract. And then I think low point a guy. A guy like Sean Williams, who is super low, but I could see him bouncing out uh, quick. His comparison is Antoine Jameson. Any thoughts on that? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Antoine Jameson is as athletic as he is. But I mean, if you said we, you can get Antoine Jameson, you would take that in ten seconds at pick nine, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I just think it's kind of a funny comparison. Yeah, it is. I also number nine for me. I got. Seku from France. I, no, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. But Seku. I just the Wizards are a team. There's going to be a foreign player drafted in this top ten. There always is. Someone. Yeah. This is going to be the one for me. Seku from France. I have no idea who he is. I have nothing about him. I know he's 18 uh, and his name's Seku. I want to go through like the last 15 drafts and Mario mark Lizzo, off yeah. how many of those. White international players. I feel like they're hitting more lately. Though. Yeah, they are. I feel like they're hitting at a high, higher club. I'm doing that for the next. That's your next I'll episode. I'll have that stat ready for to go. Maybe draft podcast. Maybe. Maybe I'll have it ready for that. Number ten Hawks. So to pair with DeAndre Hunter, I'm going to Sear Little. Not bad. I really like him. He's, he's got a good name. He's another guy I would be interested in if he kind of fell Not down. Sear. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think he would match up well. He'd fit right in with that Hawks core. Do you know what famous rapper's name's Nasir? It's pretty easy. Uh, Nas? Yep, there you go. <laughs> All right, next up, I got I'm Hawks. A, I'm kind of a gangster. I got the Hawks taking Bull Bull at 10. I you just love Bull Bull. I just think the potential and, like, teams will just sell themselves on that alone. I don't think it's actually going to happen, but with their second top 10 pick, I don't think they'd get him at 17 maybe, so they're just going to be like, let's just get the, our guy. Right. Okay. But it's probably going to be wrong, but they have so many guards, I feel like, in play now, if, especially with the, the seven pick. Just makes sense to me. I like it. All right, that's gonna wrap up wrap up our draft talk here for the moment. Next, we're gonna get into a little bit dive a little bit into free agency, and then we're gonna tie it all together. But we're gonna take a quick break here, real quick. We'll be right back in just a second. We're gonna pop.
Alright. We Thanks, made the pop out. Shout out to Queen Cardi. She sucks. You don't like Cardi B? No. I do not like Cardi B. Stripper turned rapper? I mean, that's kind of badass. She admitted that she would yeah, drug guys, act like they would. she would have sex with them. Let's just, let's talk about pigs. Yeah, I think, okay. I think we got to get past that. In fact, let's strike that from the record. Yeah. All right. Now we're moving into free agency. So we kind of talked about it earlier. Pacers upcoming free agents. You guys remember them. I don't have to name them back off to you. Um now we're going to go into potential targets for the Pacers come free agency. Now, I want Pacers fans to be realistic. So here's a PSA announcement from Born Ready to Pod. I would love Kimba Walker. I'd love to have D'Angelo Russell. I'd take Jimmy Butler. I'd take Kevin Durant. I probably would. Oh. But let's be realistic here. We've talked about this before. The best free agent signing the Pacers have had, David West. Coming off a major injury. <laughs> so we just need to not get our hopes up because when we do have a boring offseason, which I plan it's going to happen, I just don't want everybody to let down. Um, I like what the Hawks are doing right now. I love what the Hawks are doing. That's something the Pacers would never do. Kevin Pritchard said he wants to stockpile draft picks. What draft picks has he stockpiled? He's, he's, <laughs> he's got second-round picks. He's a joke. I mean, he's a joke. Wait, say that one more time. He's a joke. He what said he, picks has he stockpiled? He, want, he said he wanted to stockpile picks. And we don't have. We don't have picks. Sumner, Alizé, uh, who's the other one? There's a Leaf. third. E-K. Well, Aaron Holiday, I won't put him in there. So Sumner and Alizé. I don't. Someone I saw Scott Agnes. He posted that Sumner's like gotten bulkier. Who cares? <laughs> he got a shot last year in some games, and he he just underperformed. And I hope I hope he proves me wrong, and he turns out to be good. He's not going. But I'm not on the I'm not on the hype train anymore. Last <laughs> no, preseason, we were all on the hype train. No longer. He's going to be great in France. He's going to be a great player, hell of a player in France. Um. So, anyways, potential targets. And I've just listed off some free agents here. So there's a lot more. Can we say yes or no to these? Yes, you can say that. But let me go over the list first. All right, go for the list. Kimball Walker, obvious big name, the biggest name the Pacers could get. Ricky Rubio, some we've discussed this here lately, who Utah's pretty much told him that he's not in the plans. I wonder why. Uh, Terry Rozier, I think... Boston will end up matching whatever he gets, but he's a free restricted free agent just because Kyrie is probably leaving. You have D'Angelo Russell, Tobias Harris, Chris Middleton, Miritich is a free agent, Nikola Miritich, Danny Green, and Terrence Ross. Like I said, that's not the whole free agent pool, but that's a list of players that we've seen people talking about online. J.J. Redick? J.J. Redick, there we go. Oh, jeez. So, do any of those names interest you that are must-haves for the Pacers? Or do you think they should re-sign the core? Or which players... So, let's start from here first. Okay. Which players from the core do the Pacers need to re-sign? And don't say all of them or give me three or four. Give me, like, two guys. Can maybe I just say one. none? None. None. Let's just go in a completely different direction. I, I mean, have... we got all the guys with strong potential on the roster, right? Domas, Miles, Victor, Holiday. We got four solid guys right there. If I had to pick one, it would be Thad, just because I think he can play with anybody. He can be in the lineup with anyone. 
Bojan's on what? The wrong side of 30. He's 30 now. Like he this maybe, is the last big deal he's going to get. So, like, I he's would like go to see him on a two-year deal, but I don't think he would take that. He's probably looking for three or four years. So, maybe. No. Maybe, but I, I don't know. If my, my hope and dream is, let's just clear house. Like, I'm at that point. I want Thad Young. That's that's the only player that I'm going to stand on the table and say Thad Young. Okay. Now, in an ideal world, I think we all agree, Thad is starting to decline. Like, he's the I think he's the heart and soul of what we're trying to do. I think he's a great leader. And so for that, I respect him. I'm thinking a one-year deal, maybe a one-plus-one with the team option, or if he wants a player option, but the, that player option needs to be cheap. I'm thinking one-year deal between five to seven million. If he does a team option, you can pay him more. Yeah, I'd be willing to pay him more up front. But I don't think he's declining necessarily. I just think he's old. He's always been uh, this his guy. skill. He's I, hit his peak, and he's he is who he is. He's a great defender. He's not to me he, so much good at anything else. To me, I think he is Hustle slightly player. declining, but just because Maybe. I think he's a little slower. Um, I mean, I, I love him. I hate even saying anything negative about him. He was he's been one of my he was one of my favorite players in the NBA. I always try to trade for him in our, our fantasy. Like I've always loved him, so I hate even bashing him. I just think it's dangerous. To pay him much more than five to seven million, and I wouldn't go very long. I I want him back. I love him, but just I'm being very gentle because I really like him. So how many? There's would you say six guys? They're gonna bring back two if I had to guess. So well, who's one? Yeah, not back? including Tyreek. There's six. Kyle O'Quinn. You think O'Quinn's the other guy? I think they'll bring back one of those. Somebody. I don't else. think they bring back. Keep either. a core. They want to keep a stable core. You know, they've had such good chemistry. They don't want to get like they can get O'Quinn cheap. I could see that. I would love. I think O'Quinn would be. You got to have some sort of depth if you're going in. If they have any plans to go with TJ Leaf in the rotation, it's just it's a travesty. It's a travesty. Well, he's definitely. I feel like he's definitely going to get rotation man at some point. And Wesley Matthews would pretty much be saying bye. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, we're saying bye. I don't like Wes, but yeah. And there's a there's a way that I hate to see depending on what free agents get. get like, yeah. we could resign him. Yeah, yeah and we'll get a lot more in-depth on this stuff after the draft. But um, some of those targets I just listed, and also trade targets, the two names, Mike Conley Jr., then or actually three, Drew Holiday, and then you have Bradley Beal. So out of those guys I've listed, anybody that you think real, realistically the Pacers are going to get, Kimba, we're not going to get him, right? You're talking about just from trading? Or free agency, realistic options. I don't know. I don't know what. No, I feel like no one really knows what Kemba's thinking. Everyone's just speculating. Really, Charlotte's not a big market. He's not getting as much attention. I got. I feel like no one really knows what Kemba's. Thinking. Realistically, I don't think we have a shot at him. I so would. Does anybody think, know what I he's would, thinking? Has no, he made any comments? No, okay, I don't here's, know. Here's my, here's what's tough about this. I think he's. Uh, you know, I like to look at where players chose to go to college. You know, for the, the top guys, like Kemba chose to go to UConn. Like I think he's a Northeast guy. Knicks make a lot of sense to me. Like, how, I mean, if we're going to be realistic Pacer fans, like, what about Kim Walker, other than the fact that he played in Charlotte, which he didn't choose to play in Charlotte, he was drafted by Charlotte. Like, other than that, what makes us think he would remotely be interested in coming to the Midwest? Nothing. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know anything like, about it. I feel like it. I, like, I feel like the Pacers, from Charlotte's perspective, they're not going to resign. If I'm the Pacers, I try to have a meeting. If I can get a meeting, I hand him a blank check and say, fill it out. Yeah, you have it. to. That's it. Fill it out. You tell me what you but want. We've you talked. Want there's not that many teams looking for an upgraded point guard. I think there's more teams than you think. I though. think maybe what ten 
if you had to guess. That's a third of the league. That's a third of the league, but I think we should be able to get our name with the money we have in some of these that if we might not have. I will, listen, here's what I'll say. I will be very impressed if we can get an interview. The thing that's working with us, I think he's 28, 29? Yeah, somewhere around there. Sure. Okay, so I, th- I mean, so maybe teams don't love giving that much money to a guy that's getting ready to hit 30. I don't know. But to me, I hand him a blank check and I say fill it out and we'll sign you um, and, and it would be dumb of Charlotte to give him the super max because the super duper max yeah I don't because they can't even build around him when he's making 12 million a year what what are they going to do with him making that much money and they already have bad contracts on that team I think they kind of want to just clear it from you yeah know, too I don't think they're too excited so out of Walker D'Angelo Russell and Ricky Rubio what do you think is the most realistic as the Nets they've cleared up some more cap space they have another max slot so, can Kyrie- you say those names again sorry Rubio, Walker, and Russell. The Nets have cleared up the cap space. They have two max slots. They might choose to max out uh, or re-sign um, D'Angelo and pair him with Kyrie. Ooh. Or most, they could go get another guy. Most realistic's Rubio. Like, you're going to be able to get him cheaper than those other guys. He's a guy that plays D. He's he's basically Darren Collison. I, I might even say he's better than Darren Collison. Oh yeah, I that, ugh, I don't know about super better. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're basically I mean, they're around the same tier. It, it, it's such a Kevin Pritchard move. It, that's what I'm saying. That's I the mean, most realistic. It, it most is realistic. Most realistic. I hope it doesn't happen because I would. I this don't is want what Rudy. Pritchard does. He goes and he's going to do the safe option. There's going to be people around the league praising that signing. They're going to be like, "Oh, Pritchard, just a solid point guard for this awesome yeah. move." There's going to be people that are love this move. Yeah, and I'm go, it's we're going to go not through. an upgrade. I got a list of a big list of point guards. That I think I, I want to see what you guys think of like let's go best into options. It. Um, okay, but before before that, I just want to make this point. Uh, I think D'Angelo Russell is a. This is why this is why people I wanted to go for D'Angelo Russell when he was on the Lakers. He had a ton of potential. He's in a shit situation. Like this is why I wanted to go after him because he had a ton of potential. I loved him in the draft. I loved him in the draft process. He's left-handed. He's a he's a decent shooter. He just needed time. He needed a little air. He, he wasn't ready for the L.A. shine. He went to the Nets. He kind of grew up. This is why I wanted to make a move long ago. But I think it's realistic. To, uh, you would probably have to hand him a blank check, though, too. Like, D'Angelo Russell played well enough probably for a blank check. And he you're choked, not going to hand him a blank check, somebody will. Unlike Kimball Walker, unlike Kimball Walker, where did... He played college ball at Ohio State. A little Ohio State, but so a little Midwest time. I don't give any college like to the NBA any like. I, maybe not. I'm just saying. I think it's not crazy to think like he has proven like he has made a choice in his life at one point or another to be in the Midwest. Like he has made that decision. I don't know. So to me, you hand him a blank check. If I'm the Nets, I don't sign the blank check. Who are the teams we're going to have to compete with for these guys? We should think about that. Suns. Suns. Boston, I think. Clippers. They're going to be in a mood. Clippers, yep. Uh, Mavs. I've heard a lot of Mavs I think, trying to get I think point guard. given what we talked about earlier, the Bulls have shown a... Okay, so we're basically dealing with the Knicks, Chicago. We're dealing with bigger markets. Yeah. So if, let's so say, Kimba... Sorry to interrupt. There's no, a report that says the Jazz, Magic, Pacers, and Timberwolves all have their eyes on D'Angelo Russell. I hand him a blank check and I say, listen, here's what we can give you. We can give you a great, another great wing player who can guard the other team's best wing player. We have young players that 
uh, young big men that are going to protect you, um, that play really well off your game. Another left-handed guy, he's really good in pick-and-roll situations. We have good pick-and-pop guys. Um, and I would just say, look, this is this could be your team in a few years. And like, one thing be, that Russell's proved, he can play off the ball. Kimba, I don't know. Because he, he can't play off the ball. Oladipo could run the offense. Russell could run the offense. They both don't need the ball in their hands at all times. So. He should be. He should be. He should be our number one point guard look is what you're saying. We're gonna. I'm gonna give a couple rankings here, but yeah, he. I think he should be our number one realistic target, and one B should be Tobias Harris, in my opinion. Realistic options. So that's what. That's what my thought. And it's gonna be hard for Philly to take keep Harris and sign all those other guys to big deals if they give Jimmy Butler the max. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so here's kind of what I did. I just put a list of names that have been floated out there in trade talks, possible free agents. Realistic options. Kyrie Irving is not on this list. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of go say the name. Uh, obviously, the first name is going to be number one on our board at the beginning just because he is the first name. So you tell me if you'd be interested in this guy starting for the Pacers next year. Darren Collison. No. That's a firm no. Firm no. Okay. I agree. I He would probably be the last one on this list for me. Uh, Chris Paul. No. No. Okay. Too much money. Would you rather have Chris Paul or Darren Collison? Given the money. Collison. Okay, so we have Collison in front of Chris Paul. Okay, Ricky Rubio. No. I'll say yes. Okay, so we have Ricky Rubio currently is yes. Would you rather have Ricky Rubio over Chris Paul and Derek Collison? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so right now Ricky Rubio is our number one yeah. target. Okay. okay. D'Angelo Russell. Obviously, clearly, yes. Yes, yeah, so he is number one. Don't even have to talk about it. Lonzo Ball. No. I don't want the baggage. I don't okay. want him at all. Lonzo over... And, he's, and he gets hurt. Lonzo over Ricky Rubio? No. I think Rubio, from he's the more solid pick. Okay. If I'm talking about from a baggage perspective... Or, a talent perspective, I'll take Lonzo over Ricky Rubio. Yeah, because I actually or think the Lonzo kind of fits with what we need. But I don't want yeah, LeVar anywhere near so the city. So, Ricky Rubio or Lonzo? I don't like looking at Lonzo. <laughs> Ricky Give me Rubio. Rubio. Okay. Give me Rubio. Okay, Lonzo over Chris Paul, Darren Collison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Chris Dunn, another guy that's been floating. No, no. He'd be under Lonzo, honestly. Okay, he'd be under Lonzo. What about Chris Paul, Darren Collison? That. I'd just leave him like that. So they're just down there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Darius Garland. This would require a major trade up. This would be probably. You 17. guys talked high of him, so I'll say yes. I, I definitely would. I'll put him behind D'Angelo, though. I'd put him behind D'Angelo as well, given the fact we'd probably have to give up injury rookie Sabonis seventeen, maybe yeah. another first round pick and Holiday. Yep. I mean, so Garland for me slides in behind D'Angelo Russell, but ahead of Ricky Rubio. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Kimball Walker. Give me, I'm gonna put him at. <sighs> I put him tied with Russell. Tie is that's a, that's a cheap way out, but I like the tie. But I'm gonna put him one. Okay. I, okay, I'll put him two then. Okay. I think I would have him. Kimba Walker, dude. Can yeah, I'll put. Okay, I mean, I mean, Kimba's one. Kimba How one. jacked would he be? There's a five year age difference. I think he's 29, What's and the, I think D'Angelo Russell's 24. I'm just saying. Kimba Walker, dude. He's like right, right, I, I changed my mind again. I'm putting Russell. Okay, just hear me out. Hear, hear me out. I would be stoked to have either. He's yeah. left-handed. The tie is the off, cop out. Gray, gray off the pick and roll. I said Russell ahead. And he doesn't need the ball in his hands to be great. Yeah. 
I mean, I agree with how old things. is he? Do I think he's? I thought he was twenty four. Am I completely wrong? He's twenty three. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I you were better. wrong, dude. I would rather have D'Angelo <laughs> Russell over Chris Kimball Walker. I'm sorry, but That's, he's not going to score. I don't think he's going to score twenty one with Victor. No, and no, 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 he doesn't have to though. Yeah, but does Kimball Walker score twenty one? I think Victor? he would. Well, then what's Victor going to score? I th- I think he'll just 18 to 19. Like, I think that'll be, like, they'll be good a one-two punch. Listen, it's we need problem. scoring. Listen, it's a great problem to have. We take That's it. That's what I'm saying. The okay. scoring this is why we're doing mean. this. I would just kind of ranking. I want to say, from what we saw, Kimba Walker, ball-dominant guard, right? Yeah. We've already seen the track record, and obviously it's inflated because of who it was. Victor Oladipo with Russell Westbrook. I mean, think about that. Yeah. I agree. So think about that with Kimba. But I... Something to I'm not saying I'm no. Just, there's something to say about you know the workouts that he went through in that offseason too. Like I think you think he was a different player completely. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, that is something to consider. Okay, Terry Rozier. Um, inconsistency scares me a little bit. I know he didn't get as many minutes, but in those minutes, he just he's this below year, Rubio for me. He's still. I think he's just he's like a above slightly above average point guard in this league. I would say I would take him over what we currently have. And I would have him on the same plane as Ricky Rubio. I think I'd rather have Ricky Rubio. That's where I'm at with it. I think I'd have him above Ricky Rubio. Okay. So, but it's close. Yeah, it's close. Mike Conley. Have him Age, below. I'd have him below. I'd have him third. Yeah, I'd have so him third. So you have him just behind Kimba Walker. Yeah. So you have him above Ricky Rubio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about over – so we had we – had, okay, so we're good. Uh, Derek Rose. No, he's 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 down there with Darren Collins. Yeah. Okay. So he's slow. Okay. Good. <laughs> if he came off the bench, he'd be a bench player. Yeah. I would not want him as a starter. He's not coming in. Good. And that's kind of where we're going. The list is starting to dwindle a little bit. Yeah. Patrick Beverly, as a starter, I'd take him, but I'd he's not going him. to be a creative. Defensively, I would love him. Okay. Yeah, but and he'd fit we in, keep but... saying we need points. Points yeah. are what we've always lacked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Okay. he's behind Rubio for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. So he's behind Rubio. Is he around? Is he above Lonzo? Would you rather have Lonzo? Yes. yes. Just because age. Okay. Would you rather have Terry Rozier? No. I mean, I, don't, I think I've already said maybe yes. Okay. Know. Okay. Yeah. We just. I know. There's a lot of names. This is so these so these two moves kind of would go together. Okay. The tandem of Aaron Holiday, Corey Joseph. Where's that rank on you? That's just that that's down by that that below Collison. <laughs> okay, okay. So I've already seen. Now, it. my idea behind that is: what if we trotted out Aaron Holiday and you find a small point guard that can also help him, kind of give him the tricks of the trade, how to create? He's going to say Isaiah Thomas. That's exactly where I'm going with it. Uh, if he was healthy, uh, I don't know. But no one can prove he's healthy. He didn't even play in Denver. I hate the thought that I would have to like root for him. I don't know. I just, that it's not sexy. Okay, he's a guy I could root for. It depends on how much you pay him. And then guys. this is again a little, just a tiny bit off the reservation. This guy's not technically a point guard. This would be like, hey, Victor's going to be the guy with the ball. And I didn't say like Clay Thompson or anything crazy like that because obviously we would take that. But Jeremy Lamb. Oh, I was going to say Rodney Hood, <laughs> but it was just. Put him in calls and superb. Okay. I don't like this at all. Okay, so our top five. Our top five. I have one more to add. Okay, Because he's, he's got a player option, but he could be on the trade block. Goran Dragic. See, I think he'd just stick with his player option. But I do. I almost. No, but he could be list. traded. He could be traded. I, w- I think I would have for me, Goran would be below Ricky Rubio. Although, like two years ago, he would have been way up there for me. Yeah. 
So our top five. Are we willing to say number one is D'Angelo Russell? I know you don't I like don't care. it. Uh, it's, it's either way. So you have him tied. You have, no, I put Russell ahead. I have Russell. Said, he said tied. I have Russell. I don't want to hear this. I have. Ru- I've had Russell. Way. I've had Russell. So Russell one, Kemba two, Kemba two. Three. Uh, Mike Conley was three. It sounded like Ricky Rubio was a four. He's just the most, I'd say, like stable, like on for that range. Okay. I think for this, I'm taking Darius Garland just out of the picture because we would have to trade and then we'd have it's to talk about it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so out of, I think, so Patrick, the Patrick Beverly, Lonzo Ball, and Terry Rozier. Yeah, that's a give good me seven. One. Give me one. Terry. Give me one out of there. Terry. As our five. Lonzo Ball, Scary Terry, Patrick Beverly. I like the dog in Terry. I like uh, his fight. I think out of those three guys, I'd take him. Still young. He's proven it. I did I did just say he, his inconsistency scares yeah, me. Yeah, I do that just because I don't want the drama. I, I If it was player for player, I'd go Lonzo. You know, every game we play Milwaukee, Terry. Terry's just going to be going at yeah. Eric Blood. So like, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm good either way. So our realistic top five point guard options, one is D'Angelo Russell, two is Kimball Walker, three Mike Conley. Four Ricky Rubio, five Terry Rozier. Yep, that's solid. And I rest my case. And so. I think we'll probably those bottom Rubio or Rozier is what we're realistically looking at. Yeah. But. but I think Rozier is looking less and less likely though because of the fact that Kyrie's leaving. Yeah. So, anyways, you may go but on. I just I think they have a lot. They could. I think they'd be a team interested in Mike Conley. Like Mike could Conley, be. no Terry Rozier, re-sign Horford. Got yeah, that. That is an old nucleus. Yeah. It is, but they have enough young players. I don't know. It's, Boston's so weird now. Yeah, it is. They and have so, to commit to going young if Kyrie leaves. You're probably right. They don't go for Conley. you got to hope Jason Tatum blows Do they out. go for Holiday, though? Or do you think Pelicans have any interest in getting rid of Holiday? I don't think they have any interest now that they I don't think they, I don't think you can with Zion, because I think Drew Holiday and Zion Williamson, I mean, they could be the best defensive team in the league. And I think it's stupid that Anthony Davis doesn't want to stay there now. Nah, I think it's he stupid, needs to but I think he, he burned just, that bridge a while. He, yeah, he, he burned, the, burned bridge. the bridge. He needs to get out of here. There's no coming back from it. But Pelicans are set up very nicely. Straight up, would if you were the Pelicans, would you trade? Let's say you get a first round pick in Jason Tatum. Would you accept that deal? From who? Boston. Oh, from Boston. Oh, yeah. Who's their first round pick? Well, what number? It's lower than ours. Boston's is. Yeah. I don't. I mean, know. yeah. Dude, Jason Tatum, Zion Williamson, Drew Holiday, that is that might be the best defensive like dude, and honestly, like and I hate to say it, like if you could trade like for a defensive minded like center that could really protect the rim, that I mean that team is tough. What about Eton Moore? Is he still there under contract? Yeah, yeah. He's a, what a great for Etoine, Yeah, I know. He's been kicking around. The games I've seen, I've been to two games in New Orleans, and both games he's had over 20 points. Like, yeah, I feel Dude, like he's, he's, just, he's a pro. He's, he's a, a pro. He is a pro. All right, to wrap up this segment, going to give you guys – I'm going to have three scenarios here, and I want you to give me three players from each of these. It's called pick, predict, and quit. Oh, I'm going to get confused. <laughs> so we'll just go over the predict. Pick, predict, quit. So – for the first one, for pick, I want you to pick a one free agent, one Pacers free agent, and so one free agent in the NBA pool, one Pacers current free agent, and a draft pick that you personally want to see happen this offseason. 
and be realistic here. Okay. So that you as a fan want to see. So pick my Pacers free agent that I pick is nobody. Can I just pick nobody? Like that's my dream. You gotta we pick one. We don't resign anybody. You gotta pick one. Um, Thad. You go. Let's do this this way. Thad Young would be mine. Okay. Easily. All right. Now NBA free agent. NBA free agent pick. Kemba, because we just talked. About and I would be D'Angelo Russell. So you both have Thad, and then you have point guard. Hawk Kem- has Kemba. Kemba and Jake has Russell. Yeah. Now draft pick at eighteen. Draft pick at eighteen, bull bull. I knew you were gonna say that, dude. I knew you were gonna freaking say that. jeez. Uh, I get in my in my perfect world it'd be Rui Hakamura. Your perfect world is Garland. You've already talked. Well, about yeah, that. but I mean, like realistically. No, it's not realistic. It's the pick well, what you co- want to see happen. Well, then I would change. It. Okay, no, I realistic. No, I, okay, you realistic? I, have another... I think we shouldn't do realistic. Okay. Well, well, yeah, then you're gonna say Zion. <laughs> No, I don't think Zion's. No, 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 no. I guess. There, I guess good. for my. Jeez, I don't love any of those guys down there in that. In that. That's what I'm saying. I guess. Just, just I, I'll just say no. Them. I'll say. I'll say Keldon Johnson. That's good. I like okay, that. but on the swing, like another one, if we made a trade, I would say Tobias Harris is my free agent. I would say Thad again is my Pacer player, and then I would say trade up for Darius Garland. The thing with Thad is I saw they, they ranked the top five players that guarded Giannis best during the season, the postseason. Kawhi was one. Like he his per thirty six was like fifteen points. Like he absolutely shut him down. And I forget second, but Thad was third. Ooh. And he held him to like the third lowest. Like remember those games yeah. where Thad played against and you're gonna need that. Like you're, Giannis you is going to be the best player. In you don't the have East. to sell me on him. I think That's what I'm saying. We need a guy that can stop the best player in the East. Maybe we can put the franchise tag on him. Yeah, and for two years, I think he can still, you know, slow down Giannis. Hopefully, I don't know if anybody can, but that's my thought on that. That's why mine's always going to be that. I agree. What's next? Predict. Predict. So this one's same three. I want you to give me three players, but you want to. I want you to predict. Actually, what you think Kevin Pritchard is gonna do? <laughs> okay, so realistic to the. Can to I say? Can I go the first one? Because I don't want to just keep copying you. So we're just saying one prediction. Prediction free agency for Kevin Pritchard in Pacers free agency. Who do they re-sign? Oh, re-sign. Mm, I'd say Bojan. I would hope not. I yeah, I guess I would. I get Bojan would probably be my predict. I don't love that. No, screw it, Thad. I'm going to stay with Thad. i got to believe in Thad. So if I'm Kevin Pritchard, realistically, I think we're going to miss some of the free agents we've targeted, the big guys. We're going to have the money. I'll say Bojan. Oh, I hate it. Predict free agency? No, NBA free agency. Uh, Ricky Rubio. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rubio's good. I'm going to just say, I don't know. Like This one's tough. Predict who I think... Will be the Pacers sign in free agency. They're going to go for a Tyreek replacement. I have to look at the Terrence list. Terrence Ross? Real quick. I don't mind Terrence Let me Ross. just say. Let me just say Julius Randle. Screw it. Somehow. <laughs> okay. And now, draft pick Tyler Hero. That's a good one. Todd draft pick for me. Who did I say? Got, I just had. I just seen a positive tweet. By the way, I'm just gonna say Huchimara because I like saying his name. 
Like, right. I don't know what Pritchard said. Ryan Rosillo just said, think Kyrie and D'Angelo Russell would be a bad fit together. So that's what do, you, do you agree? I think Ryan Rosillo is pretty slick, so yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, last one. Quit. This means we'll just make you quit life. You would be so pissed if these were the three options. So go a step level of what you think Pritchard's going to do and something below that. What would make you absolutely just be pissed off as a fan? Brooke Lopez, just for some reason, like at the free agency. Uh, pissed off as a fan. Uh, off the free agent market. Like their biggest signing, the best free Pacers free agent they decide to bring back. The best? They're, oh. I'd be pissed if we only did So really I would know. say Collison. Collison is 100%. Yeah. 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 So Collison's a Pacer. Now, NBA free agent, I would say, like, Any, their best signing was, like, Nikola Miritich. Yeah, that would be yeah, bad. I don't, listen, and I mean this in a very pandering way. I do not want a big, goofy white guy as my best free agent signing. I'm sorry. No, I don't either. That would be I don't that would want be big, goofy white. That's, I'm sorry. And I'm a white guy, if you can't tell. Yeah, I didn't I agree with everything. So we keep that as draft pick pretty much. Who's a TJ Leaf comp here? Um, I think if like a not not technically a comp like a Ty Jerome. Yeah, yes, yes, that's a good one. Kyle Guy. Yeah, I would rather have Kyle Guy than Ty yeah. Jerome. With big shots. Big shots. All right. So bonus question here to wrap this up. Predict and we're we're gonna have this change a lot in the next month. But right now, as it stands today, what's today's date? June sixth. Yeah. I want you to tell me who you think the Pacers' starting five is going to be oh, next season. Consider Oladipo's healthy. Who's going to be their starting five? Ricky Rubio, Victor Oladipo, Bojan Bogdanovic, Thad Young, and Miles Turner, and we're all going to be hating our lives. I'm going to say D'Angelo Russell, no, Victor Oladipo, Miles Turner, Thad Young, and J.J. Redick. We're going to go all in for it, baby. <laughs> All right. Okay, hold on. Before you say, did you see that stupid trade that Grant Asseth tweeted? I commented on it on, uh, with Born Ready to Pod. I actually didn't mind it. Oh, I would do it in a second. Yeah. What's it say? It was Doug McDermott and like Alizé Johnson for uh, TJ Warren. Warren. It's yeah. like, why would you not do Let's that? Let's do it, Grant. I was just like, what are Well, we? Phoenix would consider it because Warren makes like 11 or 12 million a year. Yeah, but McDermott makes like eight, right? Yeah, so they're cutting a little bit there. They get a shooter, so yeah. I would <laughs> oh, do sure. Hardy. He's a well, shooter. They get Alize right? too. Yeah. Are we out on Alize? Yeah, we're out now. We're gonna talk about we're, that later. We're out on Alize. We should just talk about it right now. No, what? it's a miscellaneous <laughs> topic. All right, that's gonna wrap this up. We're going to around the association with a twist today. Coming up next. All right, all right. Did, Did we you just fade that music out? That was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, did you like that? Yeah, I think I we should start with miscellaneous topics. Yeah, I, I honestly don't have that many topics yeah. to talk about. All right, miscellaneous topics I have here. First on the docket, Born Ready to Pod is one year old. Today? I don't know if it's today, but this month we are one year old. Oh, wow. That we was... started last June. That's crazy. So what's what's been the high of the, the year? I, I, I mean, hanging out with 
<laughs> Hanging out with our boy. Hanging out with our boy, Mr. Harrison, was pretty sweet. I'd have to... Oh, wait, no, I'm not going to say that because I want to talk about him later. Ah, oh, forget it. I'm going to say it. Alan B. Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> That's been your favorite part of the year. <laughs> no, it, just the stupid content that we made. That's so true. Yeah, I mean, Alan Patterson's a gold. The stupid gold. content, like the gift thing I made last night. Yeah. Uh, threw that together in like five minutes. You know, just pleasing the fans out there. Yeah. Um, We've had a couple thousand like retweet likes. and Yeah. yeah. Hit, like, the, hit the damn music. You know, it's been good. I'm trying to think who our biggest guest was. Grant Abseth, Jason McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Grant. <laughs> Jason McIntyre. He probably, yeah, but like I wasn't that excited. You know, no, like no, we, was, no one is excited. Denary. Denary was. Oh great. yeah, every every Denary bout. Uh, Wilkins was pretty cool. Just he was on you know, the team before. I'm trying to think. My favorite uh, hypothetical Michael guest. Grady? Yeah. yeah Grady my was my favorite good. hypothetical guest with that was that young when we thought we were gonna get him on and Yeah, what the hell's Bill Benner's problem? This is a PSA that if anybody David. knows if anybody knows David Benner, whatever. Bill Benner, I don't even know your name, but like you respond to our emails and you and then you say we have this interview lined up with that young and then We poof, start off very just, professional, then yeah. we turn into dicks. Well, it wasn't dick. It, we just, no, but he deserved it. Yeah, we sent him three emails at the same time. Yeah. That can't. That's not being a dick. That's no. just trying to get your attention. Yeah, and then um, straight up, the dude says like, "Yeah, you you got him." Like first week yeah. of March, Daddy tweeted you, us. Like, yeah, he tweeted us like we got it. Benner. And the then, player says he wants to do it. I mean, just make it happen. Benner, it's 2019. There's so many different like media outlets. You got to be on the ball. Like, you got to like. These podcasts that, you know, didn't have the respect in the past. I mean, they get listeners. Like, people, you got to, that's part of your job now, Benner. If you can't do the job, I'll happily apply. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) What's next? Um, So, yeah, happy one-year anniversary. Um, We don't have anything fun planned, but episode 50 is coming up. So maybe that'll be the fun episode. Yeah, see what happens. Next thing up on on the list, Alizé Johnson is rude. Got to make sure we talk about that. Um, I don't know if you guys know, there's this thing online, uh, first started off with a bunch of C&D list celebrities, now Snoop Dogg's on it. It's What's called, it called? It's called Cameo, C-A-M-E-O.com. I've never been to this. So what you do is you go on this website, and you pay X amount of dollars, whatever the celebrity requests, because Cameo obviously keeps money, and then, uh whatever the player will make some off of it yeah makes sense it's a good Um, idea it's a great idea like i wish i would have thought about this because so many people will pay stupid amounts of money just so freaking captain america so captain america will tell you happy birthday andy dick for 99 bucks yeah like that's (laughs) so yeah like run our test is on there now and he charges a thousand dollars riffraff's only 75 that's a good investment and like darren revell 39 dollars i've thought about doing it and just trying to piss him off how much 39 dollars dude for we we could pull some money together yeah i'd be down to just pay for that right now yeah go ahead Now we can get the guy from Catfish for $143. <laughs> so as I said, a bunch of B, C, D list celebrities. I'm just going through these here. Um, so Alice Johnson, I was scrolling there the other day because sometimes it randomly pops up on my feed and I, I go to the thing. And Alice Johnson was on there $25. I'm like, you know what? I like Alize. He's on the Pacers. It would be cool if, you know, we could get a shout out to the podcast from him, wouldn't it? <clears throat> Yes. So once you pay the money, some of these names are hilarious. Wait, did we pay the money? And he you pay the money, and then they'll refund it if they don't do it. So once you pay the money, 
they have seven days to complete the video. So after three or four days, I get an email that says, Alizé Johnson is requesting more information from you. I'm like, well, I thought I was pretty clear what I wanted in my description. And uh, I go on to the page and it says, Alizé Johnson has declined your request. So I'm like, well, maybe he just declined it because he wants me to resubmit it. No, what ended up happening was I emailed Cameo and they came back and said he declined it because he doesn't want to do like uh, what's the word for it? Um, I don't know. Stupid. When you're pushing like a product, like he didn't want to do like any of that type of stuff. Like he was backing like a podcast or a product or something through. So what? He just wants somebody to pay money to just give him a shout out. Like yeah, a- like happy birthday. Okay, like twenty five dollars. Pause. Say, Luke May fifteen dollars. Like that could be a Chumley a hundred. Like I would much <laughs> rather play hundred bucks for Chumley. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going through this now. Um, let me see if I can find exactly what they said. Pat Connington forty five. Scalabrini ninety nine. Oh, are you? Is there an NBA specific one? You Probably. Can, I'm you just can going uh, actors, musicians, reality TV, YouTubers, animals. Hold on, let me scroll through the animals real quick. Well, Jennifer Love Hewitt. You can get. Oh my god, no. Buggy small. Stop everything. For 10 bucks. Just stop. Stop everything. Neo. <laughs> oh shit. No, been, wait, what? Neo is oh, right there. How much? And I'm I, listen, a little brag, a little sick brag here for the listeners. You've met Neo? Dude, I've been right there, right next to Neo. Chris and I actually tried to touch his hand when when our girlfriends were with us. Hold <laughs> bad visual, but I do have tons of pictures. You should tweet this from the board ready to pod account we with will. no context. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Just tweet out Just a picture. Hey, easy Neo the remix AO. I think it's time to hit him with the mace flow. Oh, wow. My, I yeah, thought we it was were... a picture of both of you. Now, it's just him right Listen, this was same. actually in Vegas. That was at, uh, and, uh, God, what's the big, uh, it was at the Win. Win, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great, though. It was fun. There's all, the cast of The Office is on here. Okay, how much? Oh, it's expensive. Well, no, never mind. Uh, 145 for what's her name? Oh, uh, yeah, Meredith. Yeah. Sean Aston for 200 bucks. We could go on all day with this. So this was, this was a response I got. Uh, we reached out to Alizé. He's not interested in completing any promotional requests at this time. I hope you can understand. So we don't. We don't. We have a. We have a group. Actually, we, I, beef we had to be the first person ever to try to get Alizé Johnson. Twenty-five dollars. Yeah, he probably doesn't get that many. Requests. I was just like the the description said. Shout out! Can you give a shout out to the Born Ready to Pod podcast, an Indiana Pacers podcast who loves Alizé Johnson? And then at the end of it, I wrote. And maybe this will convince you to come on the show sometime. Bob Mary. But that's not really promotional. It's just like all you got to do is record himself and say, yo, this is Alizé Johnson. Shout out to the Born Ready to Pod podcast. We have to try to get him on. In scene. Like, I mean, that's $25. And he put on his thing $25 and it all goes to charity. Well, hey. That's twenty five dollars I mean, he lost to charity. Yeah, that's that's sad, honestly. And I'm about to so, see. Is there any wait, way we I mean, can there's DM? Brett, Brett the Hitman Hart. I mean, one hundred and fifty. Is there any way we can DM him on any of these? No, I've already tried to send him some Instagram messages. He just always gives us the Heisman. So he's rude. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to say who we we have another person that we're going is this after a right surprise? now. Surprise. I mean, you guys know who it is, but don't say it on the air. I already forget. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it when we're <laughs> off the air. So we have a surprise in the works. Is there, um, is there any way? Oh my gosh, little little Terrio. Yeah, the the vine guy. Flavor Flav's on there. Uh, Snoop Dogg's now on there. Unfortunately, how much now, is Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg's five hundred. Unfortunately, <laughs> now I've just fallen into this. Yeah. Okay. Rick Harrison's only eighty five. Okay. From Pawn Stars. Chumley's hundred. <laughs> <laughs> what about Colton Underwood? 
the former bachelor. I feel like that'd get the ladies involved. Yeah, I don't know who that is. All right, is. we got to finish this up. Yeah, go, go. Put your sorry. phone off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up I have on here, this can kind of be determined as an around the association topic. Paul Pierce shit his pants. <laughs> yeah, so what? who were they so playing? They were playing game one of the NBA Finals in 2008. I remember this. And he had, like, twisted. He came down, like, rough or something. It was a foul. And... He's just seen on the floor, like, just grabbing his, his knee. Like, it looked bad. Like, he was going to be out for a year. So, that. he had to get carried off the floor back to the locker room. Once he, he came got, back. once he got back to the locker room, they put him in a wheelchair. And he's just, like, grabbing his knee, like, grimacing like he's in pain. Like, he's going to be out for, like, literally a year or two. And then he comes back five minutes later. Hershey, just a Hershey kiss. So, the NBA conspiracy had been for years that Paul Pierce shit his pants and had to go to the bathroom. Last night, before the NBA Finals game three, he said on air, I have something to confess. I had to go to the bathroom. So the, a big win for the NBA conspiracy. Big win it. because it was like on Reddit for years. People had been pushing it. That he pooped his pants. <laughs> and he indeed pooped his pants. When was but, the last time you pooped your pants? Oh, I do it all. I shart. <laughs> like last the time. Shart, does sharding count? Yes. I honestly have never done it. You've never done it. I mean, maybe, I'm going to I'm going to be honest. I'm being dead like, serious. Not the last, the last I 10 can't years give you Oh, no, no way. I can't no. give you an exact time, but it's been at some time in the past month, yes. I sharted like in two May. Weeks ago. I sharted in May. It happens. I'm so confused. It happens. <laughs> How does that even happen? Like you it's not, it's not something you like It doesn't I'm come. I'm trying to make it happen. No, you don't try to make it happen. It's like a fart. You eat comb palettes two meals in a row on accident. You're going to shit your pants. Guys, I don't want to say that on the air, but you think it's a regular fart and then it ends up. Not even that. Like it's sometimes it just hits me. I got nowhere to go. Like I'm holding it in, but a little comes out. Like there's just nothing you can do. Um, Next up, NBA Finals. They suck. Um, I haven't watched any of it, so you haven't watched a second. Maybe a second. I've watched. So I lied. Yeah, not great. Do you have any thoughts? They always suck, though. I didn't watch it last year. It doesn't even... It just, the last finals I, even, I really watched was 2016. This doesn't even count. This is this doesn't count because this is not the Warriors. This doesn't count. Yeah. But we want them to lose. We want them to lose, but, you know. I don't... I, like I said last night, I really don't care. I don't have a dog in the fight anyway. Like, I think Steph Curry's a fun player to watch. And he needs he deserves a finals MVP. That's the only thing I care about. Not even remotely care, though. Like, it's the only thing I'm interested in, I guess. But I think honestly, I think the Raptors are, have have turned it in their favor. I don't know what you guys think, but Kevin Durant not the game winner four. of Game Four will win the series. <laughs> bold, yeah, yeah bold. Jason McIntyre over here. Um. All right. Next up, Ron Artest documentary. Yep. Quiet Storm aired on Showtime Friday, May thirty first. Watched it. I watched it as well. Jake has not watched it. So I will not so comment. So pretty much, it chronicles uh, Ron's issues with mental health growing up. And the projects, getting drafted by the Bulls, going to Pacers, where, you know, shit hit the fan. And then ending up coming to win, I saw that on there, coming to win an NBA championship with the Lakers. So, Hawk, what did you think watching that? Were you surprised by anything? Um, I was surprised that he got a job at Circuit City. That was the best part. (laughs) So, for those of you who don't know... His rookie season with Chicago, he didn't know what to do in the offseason, so he went and got a job at Circuit City. <laughs> so he worked in the stock room. Worked and Jerry in the stock Krause room. made him quit. They once made he him found quit. Out. Um, and Which then is just perfect runner. His test. head coach at the time told him, he goes, You need to, when he was with the Bulls, you need to like behave. I want you on this team. 
Hours later, he screwed up and did something. They traded him the next day. <laughs> yeah, his head coach in college said that he'd have to just stop practice and start praying because yeah. Ron Artest would just be going crazy in practice. He definitely had a hard growing up. I'm not saying that didn't affect it, but the man's a straight psychopath. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I never hated him for what he did. I've always kind of liked Ron Artest, but he even talks about it. His big regret is you know leaving Indiana. And, you know, we stuck with him. We kept him on a roster after the Malice. And then he demands a trade the next year. And Jermaine O'Neal hated it. You pissed off Jermaine O'Neal in the process. Like, it was just, and just I think, poorly handled. And Ron Artes is a crazy person. Yeah, he handled that situation very poorly. As in regards to the brawl, um, he first off, he shouldn't have been in that game anyway. We were killing them. The fact that Rick Carlisle let him and another couple starters out there in the game with seconds left. The brawl started because of Rick Carlisle. I don't agree. I, I agree. Ron Artest, you're just <laughs> trying agree. to set a point. You're just trying to set um, a point. And so, I mean, I don't fault the guy. Someone threw a drink on him, and he's also he's also got, like, he gets pissed off easily. And he's friends with the guy that threw the drink at him now. Yeah, so, I mean, he, like, he's made him amends. One day, like, he's, like, still, like, he's still psycho. I love him, but, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked that out, uh Borrow somebody's Showtime. Interesting, yeah. yeah, borrow somebody's Showtime password. Make sure you watch it. Um, next up, we haven't talked about this yet. Tyreek Evans yep. does the drugs. Which, what? So what happened? Because I just know he got suspended. For, was he suspended from the NBA so for two seasons? So it's not marijuana because marijuana first offense is like four games. But and, it could be like could it be like a second offense. Uh, I, I don't think so. Did and he get I don't, caught with like just like they're not going to suspend pounds? you for two seasons for marijuana? I'm pretty sure it was cocaine. And something else a bit Just stronger. speculating, of course. Speculating, Just speculating, of course. But, like, O.J. Mayo got suspended for how many, like, couple seasons, and it was similar. Like, he did, like, drugs like that. Yeah, so he's doing a little... And Jake's not even paying attention to our conversations. He's still looking at Cameo. So this is... No, we're talking drugs. I'm, not, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. So what do you want your, me to, what what's do, you your want me to do? So this eliminates I think, all possible... Listen, if we're... This makes a lot of sense. I mean, he missed time during the season. There's clear, clearly things going wrong. Um, they were very short on explanations of why he was gone. This is sad, it's personal reasons. It all adds up. Look, the guy. I hate. I hate to say it. I hate to say it like this, but I mean, he he definitely comes off as a guy who might dabble in such activities. Illicit drugs. Illicit drugs. And he. There were nights where he was just god awful. Like he was so bad. It explains why he misses a lot of layups. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it, if you were shocked that he, you know, got suspended for drugs, then I don't know what to say. I'm a little shocked it was two years, so I'm guessing it was something pretty rough. Yeah, something serious. So, I mean, I don't want to make fun of him. I hope he gets whatever help he needs. Yeah, yeah. He, needs he needs to But at the same help. time, this is great to the point, though. We eliminated, we have, like, what, maybe a 1% chance of resigning. Like, it could happen. We it, it now, wasn't completely. Now we don't. Now, have to, now it's not. We even don't have to fall into Rev Diesel's yes, theory. Yes, exactly. So, uh, in a way, it's a positive. But I hope he gets all the help he he needs. All right, I got two more here. Then Hawk can get into it. Uh, next up, we mentioned him earlier. Allen B. Patterson, MB. Feisty <laughs> as hell. If you don't follow him, p- listeners, go on to Twitter, search Alan B. Patterson. He's electric. <laughs> MD. He was the first overall draft of our Twitter followers draft. <laughs> that should is, tell you something. So in recent news with Alan B. Patterson, I had posted, because I've seen these things on Twitter where pick a starting five or whatever. So I did. So I picked, pick your favorite players, not best players. Pick your favorite players of all time from your franchise. 
So my starting five, I had uh, Victor Oladipo, uh, Jeff Foster. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Lance Stevenson. He was my sixth man. Okay. And then I had uh, Jermaine O'Neal and Ron Artest. Yep. So Alan B. Patterson a day later. He always responds a day later because he's got, you know. He's a, work, he's a working he's man. He's delivered almost yeah, 7,000 yeah, babies. he's delivering those babies. He comes into the mentions, and he just goes off on the Born Ready to Pod account. He sends, like, five tweets. <laughs> he's complaining about our test, saying, shame on me for uh, picking our test. And he ruined the Pacers' only chance at I mean, a championship. I, I, yeah, I mean, like, pump the brakes, man. They played nine games. Pump the brakes. That team was good, but my God, they played nine games. I, I definitely would not have had... Ron Artest. Who would your five have been? All-time well, players? let me get to the point on Alan B. Patterson first. You can't just come up into the conversation. I mean, he's so, crazy. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes so, down to. So he's Alan, not crazy. He's Alan B. Patterson <laughs> says he's a lifelong fan, wants him to get back to the championship days, throws in the insult that we weren't alive during those days. Okay, oh. sorry, my parents did not have sex earlier, Alan B. Patterson. Maybe, you could, maybe if they did, you could have delivered me as a baby. Um, and then uh, he, uh, what else did he say? Oh yeah, and and uh, every tweet he always ties in Kevin Pritchard's Twitter account. Always. And so he tied it in Kevin Pritchard in the very end. Like how Kevin Pritchard hasn't blocked him yet, <laughs> I, I will never know. I think Pritchard enjoys it, bro. He might. I mean, that's his biggest fan. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about Alan B. Patterson? Any he's, more thoughts? He's just he's full of life. And he's you watch the video. <laughs> There is a video out there of him him talking about, you know, labias and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. It's interesting. You know, you learn a lot. It makes me die laughing every time hearing him say I don't know. I'm a child, basically, when it comes to that stuff. But as far as Jake's question. So it's two guards, two forwards, a center, and a sixth man. Just straight up your favorite. Yes. I'm not. My lineup's just going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm going to have. Two guards, two forwards. Reggie Victor. Sixth man. <sighs> Reggie Victor. And then I'm going to go. Andrew Bynum. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not Andrew Bynum. But I'm going to go Jermaine O'Neal, Ron Artest. Who? And. So my lineup. Is basically. And then your center was Rick Smith. So I'm trying to think. No, of mine was Jeff Foster. Oh, Jeff Foster. I'm going to go Rick Smith then. A lot of people were giving me shit because I didn't pick Rick Smith. Center Rick Smith's not close. Um, Reggie Miller. Zarunas Yaskevichus. <laughs> um, my forwards, 100% Dale Davis. And then I'll give Jermaine O'Neal the nod. Fuck. No, you know what? Screw that. David Harrison's my center. <laughs> okay. Favorite. I like it. David Harrison, when he played, was honestly David one of my Harrison, favorite guys. Damian Wilkins, Eddie Gill. Who's your other guard you didn't say? Yes, I did. Who? I said uh, Reggie Miller and Zarinus Hiskevichus. Oh, who's your forwards? I had Dale Davis and Jermaine O'Neal. And then David Harrison. David Harrison. And so then, no Reggie or Victor. Listen, and I'm not even kidding you when I say this. I'm not. <laughs> Your even, lineup sucks. Well, it's our favorite. Team, our team, our are team be would here. kick his yeah. ass. Well, still, no crap. Still, I have Zarunas Heskevichess running the point guard. You want to pick your favorite players to lose? <laughs> you got to mix in some, you know. Reggie's not one of your favorite Pacers Yeah, players. he was my guard. Oh, I have Zarunas Heskevichess, Reggie Miller, Dale Davis. That makes sense. D- David Harrison. And you know what? I'm starting to think Maceo Basin makes his, <laughs> makes his way onto, onto my list. Or Troy Murphy. Eddie Gill, even. I'm yeah. trying to think of guys that just signed like 700 autographs for me. If you come on up. this show, you're on our list. Remember when we talked to Eddie Gill? Yes. <laughs> I did not. Electric. Electric factory. <laughs> I almost fell asleep. Just kidding, Eddie. I know you listen. Uh, all right. Last topic I have. It's not really a topic. It's more of a statement. <laughs> this is going to be so stupid. 
Jason McIntyre. More like Jason Wackentire. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Should I, like I say it. that again? Please One do. more time. <clears throat> Jason McIntyre. More like Jason Wackentire. Jason Am I right? has a flat tire? Because <laughs> he's whack. Right? He's whack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's all I got. Okay. So that was miscellaneous topic. Yeah, he was he was bad though. His little thing where he's like ranking himself and how good he was at basketball was the biggest joke I've ever seen. Like it's a bigger joke than his workout videos. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> all right, around the association, I got the trade that went down today. I don't even know what happened in the trade. The Hawks got 17. <laughs> the Hawks got Allen Crabb in 17. 17 yes. and next year's first. And next year's first on unpr- protected though. It's protected 1 to 14. Yeah, so they got that. And then who did uh, they got Brooklyn Torian got Prince. Torian and Prince a, uh, and second, second, second round pick, round pick yeah. in cap space. That's the big thing. That's the TR. Yeah. I don't want to say what that is because it's family. So what do you think of the trade? Who won the trade? Give me a winner of the trade. Dude, I need a winner. Hawks, no, I need a winner. Just Hawks. absolutely Hawks. Real okay. the trade. Perfect. Um, what if Brooklyn signs? If the Nets get Kyrie and so would you, so let's just say they traded. That was Kyrie. They traded back. Yep. Then I would say the. Nah, I don't. I don't care. Would you say that the Nets? I don't care. Would you, you say you the Nets won? You literally, you literally gave up. You literally gave up. And they got Torian Prince, who's a solid piece. He's a solid piece. Alan Crabb is not a fluff. He just has a bad contract. You get two first round picks, and all I have to give up is Torian Prince. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It's a good deal for both sides if the Nets get Kyrie or somebody like. Yeah. But right Kyrie now, judging Tom. as it sits today, the Hawks. Whoop their ass in that trade. Yep, I agree. So next up, we have the Kush, the push. Kyle Lowry, the push. I don't even. I didn't even see the video. I know he went to the stands, and a part owner apparently gave him a little shove. It's a little. It's a little shove. Listen, hundred percent though. The, if you if you have any, if you touch a player in a non really even in a positive way, but if you touch a player in a non positive way, you should be. It should be a lifelong man. I, I truly believe lifelong. That. Lifelong. I. I. You can't do it. Like at least from sitting courtside. Right. If Drake, what would happen if like Drake like touched one of those guys? Do you think anything would even happen? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So like I think we're judging it on a curve, and I don't agree with either one. Drake should not be able to be on the court screaming at players' faces, and this guy shouldn't be touching Kyle Lowry. Like, what are we doing here? Like, just kick them all out, and give me the tickets, and I'll sit there and smile. That's what I think. Agreed. Yeah, okay, perfect. Okay, who do you... Okay, time out. I'm still on Cameo, just scrolling through. Oh, who, my God. Who is the number... Who do you think is the most expensive athlete? It's Ron Artest. No, it isn't. It is not. It's not a Hall of Famer. What mm. sport? <laughs> uh, Olympics. Michael Phelps. Nope. No, uh... Simone Biles. I showed you. <laughs> he did. I can't remember. I don't remember her name. Those are the only two Olympians I know. Oh, Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Two thousand five hundred dollars. Like honestly, that's not even that bad. Like maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should I don't, do you have twenty five hundred for a thirty here? second video? No. Okay, I'm still. Uh, they're lucky. I paid twenty five dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still. I'm. I'm. I'm on the. I'm on the lookout. So. You're in. If you need a celebrity to give you the satisfaction of telling you happy birthday, you need to reevaluate. Reevaluate your. No, life. no, no! Happy birthday! Happy one year anniversary! Born ready to pod. 
from Caitlyn Jenner. That would definitely, we'd get some. <laughs> yeah, we'd get some new followers. Okay, I'm, I wasn't specifically meaning. Caitlyn you need Jenner. to. You need to close your phone. No, I'm not closing the phone. Is that all the topics you have? I have Anthony Davis officially has requested a trade. Obviously, no. Yeah, there's no going back. No going back. Would have been nice for them to pair it, pair them together, but uh, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. You know, you got the Lakers, you got the Knicks. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. I mean, it, it, we've been talking about this since February. It's just nice that we're going to finally get some closure and it can be over with. I pull for the Pelicans to absolutely fleece somebody. Um, and uh, good luck, Anthony Davis, going to win a ring somewhere else. Good luck. Josh Norman, $1,000. Josh Norman? Josh Norman, $1,000. I don't like that at all. That is a bad deal. All right, so that's um, all I have. Not much. I was not really prepared, so. I think well, we got a pretty long episode here, so. I think we save a couple uh, more hours and start talking about guys on Cameo. <laughs> any final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, just keep it groovy out there. Do you think that Jason Wagentire was a good touch or too much? Too no. much. <laughs> no, I liked it. <laughs> I'm going to a Cubs game tomorrow. Cubs Cardinals at 120. What the heck? Yeah. You're not going to bite me? It's for a bachelor party, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is my second time at Wrigley. It's great. You guys sitting in the bleachers? Oh, yeah. There's a little nice. pizza place, macaroni and cheese pizza. Pretty you good. You suggest it? carbolicious. How are the, right. co- are the Cubs playing good? Uh, they just they, signed Craig Kimbrell. They just signed Craig Kimbrell. I'm very pumped about that. They lost today, but they had won uh, the three previous games. So, we, I, you know... They're doing well. Yeah. Cubs... What about the Cardinals? Are they good? F the Cardinals. Okay. I, I don't really care about them. All right, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. We'll be back to be determined. We don't know, but we'll be back whenever we're back. Have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. Peace.